0: we want you to complete the boink census 2022 that's right <laughs> there's a survey <laughs> hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the boink network radio or boink point radio on the boink network discord server yeah i got that right <laughs> it's the first time i've been doing it in a little while since jaringa usually handles it um yeah, today uh, we have a just a quick episode going through some really cool news. Uh, we have some really good news coming out from Smash Childhood Cancer. And uh, also, we're going to be talking about the Boink Census 2022 and what that's going to look like going onwards. So, I think we'll start off as usual with the beverage. Uh, this one's a kind of interesting one because <laughs> uh, actually, I was talking to someone in my office yesterday and uh, they asked, oh, what are you doing for the weekend? And I said, I'm going to be drinking some uh, Rick and Morty clone serum. And they're, they're like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be drinking some Rick and Morty clone serum energy drink. Operation Phoenix. For those of you that can't see my camera, it's a can that has uh, it's Rick as a crustacean of some sort or a bug on the front, Uh, I don't, I've watched Rick and Morty but I haven't watched like all of it. So I'm not sure if this is like any particular reference to an episode or something. Uh, But yeah, it it is called Operation Phoenix, Clone Serum, Energy Drink. Uh, Rick and Morty branded, imported from the USA. Uh, Has Adult Swim, the branding on there. Um, It is not recommended for children. People sensitive to caffeine, pregnant women, or women who are nursing. And I do not categorize under uh, any of them. So I think I'm good. Uh, it is imported and distributed by Boston America
1: Corporation, Woburn, Massachusetts, I think. So yeah. <laughs> it has, uh, doesn't say how much caffeine. Oh, yeah, it does.
0: It says it has uh, 100 milligrams of caffeine in a 12-ounce can. Yep, okay, so I'm going to have caffeine high. Uh, It has potassium, apparently. It has niacin, vitamin B6 and B12 for some reason. And it has uh, pantothenic acid, which sounds quite dangerous. (laughs) It's only 160 calories, and it has high fructose corn syrup. So... Um, it's contributing to the diabetes that I'm going to get from drinking beverages on this radio show. As for the taste and the look, uh, if you can see there, it's actually got a really pink sort of, um, sort of look to it. And it's like, if, if any of you who are listening have had like a rosé, um, rosé wine or a spirit, it's that sort of pink. It's It's kind of like a pink gin
1: sort of thing. So... It's a nice pink. I think it's got a quite a pleasant colour. And the
0: taste uh, is actually quite familiar. If you've ever had like a raspberry, like a really like strong, like uh, artificial raspberry flavour, that's how I'd describe it. It's got like that sharpness of like, you can tell it's an artificial raspberry flavour, like one of those candies that you you'd have or something like that. So it's actually not too bad. I, I think this one's pretty good. Unlike uh, what I had last time,
1: the uh, salted cheese sparkling water. Mmm. That was not good at all. <clears throat> all right, let's get straight on into the news. I'm going to start out
0: uh, with the Smash Childhood Cancer news because that is like really, really awesome. Uh, It was published about a week ago from the recording here. And they're reporting on a couple scientific discoveries from Smash Childhood childhood Cancer. So, uh, first discovery is making chemotherapy work better uh, by inhibiting the PAX FOX 01 uh, uh, gene in childhood muscle cancer. So, uh, they give a little description. The PAX FoxO1 transcription factor, or whatever, um, whatever that means, <laughs> uh, leads genes to develop chemotherapy resistance, relapse, and sometimes demise. So, what uh, World Community Grid's uh, Smash Childhood Cancer was doing is looking through eight million compounds in order to stop the action of the Pax FoxO1 transcription. And uh, they, after screening eight million compounds, they got down to twenty-four from World Community Grid, and from their experiments in the lab, they've gone and validated five of those. So the uh, congratulations to Keo Nagamori, I think that's how you pronounce that, for leading that uh, research. There's also a, another discovery for stopping metastasis of childhood sarcomas, and this is uh, a special molecule that was developed by well uh, by the computing from Well Community Grid <clears throat> to inhibit osteopontin the osteopontin protein. I think that's how you pronounce that. Um, so what they say is the osteopontin protein is actually a protein that encourages blood vessel growth around a sarcoma or a cancer cell. So what they're trying to do is they're trying to inhibit that protein to prevent the cancer from getting more resources from the blood vessels. And uh, they're currently at the stage of uh, testing it on genetically engineered mice, which is pretty interesting. And that research is being led by Shafali Chohan. Shafali Chohan, I think that's how you pronounce that. Uh, if you're listening, Shafali, <laughs> I apologise. Uh, next and final uh, bit of research that's coming out of World Community Grid is stopping the driver of TRKB neuroblastoma and this one is another interesting one where they've developed a inhibitor of the TRKB protein TRKB drives the growth and progression of childhood nerve cancer called neuroblastoma and it's apparently these proteins have became of great pharmaceutical interest in both sarcomas and lung cancers and the project of bulk Community Grid and Smash Childhood Cancer uh, have developed inhibitors, which have been derived from uh, computational modeling, thanks to the
1: project. And that research is being led by Jiao, Lei Lian. I
0: apologize again. <laughs> But if you would like to go and see all of their research and also discover these people and also probably figure out how to pronounce their names properly, you can go to the World Community Grid's news page and it should be there. Uh, At the end of the article, it says, thank you to Dr. Keller and the rest of the Smash Childhood Cancer team for your incredible work. We look forward to hearing about further success of these treatments and to run new predictions on the World Community Grid
1: Uh, platform for new targets. So you might be getting some more work from Smash Childhood Cancer by the looks of it. So yeah,
0: that's also news from Smash Childhood Cancer. Uh, And that also um, links nicely up to the Boink Census 2022, uh, where it asks you a question, how much impact do you think your crunching is having? So based
1: off of this, I think it's probably having a pretty big impact. All right, on to some other news. Uh,
0: there's been an ele- electricity issue at Universe at Home. Uh, interestingly enough, Universe at Home's power line, the, the power that comes into the building, apparently is at maximum capacity and they're getting uh, an upgrade or a, or a fix to it. So if Universe at Home goes offline, that's why.
1: They have a server room in their university by the looks of it, I think. Okay, PsyDoc, uh, work units will be temporarily unavailable. Uh,
0: They have sent the last tasks for the Corona DHODH project or app. Uh, They've sent the last 20 tasks for it, so um, that's pretty good. Uh, Oh, sorry, last tasks for the target 20. So uh, it looks like that little uh, project is coming to a completion and uh, they are starting, they're starting the experiments of one of the already processed targets but with new parameters so they're actually taking this stuff to the lab and what they're also doing is they're processing the results for this target so the uh, according to them the results will be large and will slow down the creation of new work units for PsyDoc. So uh, if you're crunching Sidoc, there may be a temporary reduction in tasks simply because their network infrastructure can't keep up with the results that are being produced on their end or the target 20. So, uh, yeah, just sit tight if you're working on PsyDoc at the moment. All right, math projects. Okay, this one's uh, this one's actually quite interesting because uh, I've been following the OGR project with YoYo at Home quite closely because I've actually had to use Optimal Golem rulers in my own software, which is really cool. And uh, I'm looking for a ruler which is of length 28. So uh, the OGR 28, which is the Optimal Golem ruler of length 28, is 99.8% finished after 3,174 days. Interesting fact is that YoYo at Home actually plugs into distributed.net. So, um, if you crunch YoYo at Home, you still get credits, and it also goes towards distributed.net, uh, which is its own distributing computing project. Uh, so, the search space of OGR28, which is literally actually, I'm not even sure how big the search space for it is. Um yeah, apparently it's been checked 99.8%. So we're getting close to the 28th uh, Golem ruler. And hopefully you'll see an update on the Wikipedia page for an optimal Golem ruler uh, having length of 28.
1: Uh, Actually, let's go and check it out right now. Uh, Okay, let's see. Yeah, currently we're only at 27.
0: That was discovered on the 19th of February, 2014, by distributed.net. So uh, soon, maybe for a good Christmas present, we'll see uh, number 28 come by. (laughs) And uh, hopefully, number 29 won't be too far
1: far ahead. I can't wait for that. Prime Grid always
0: amazes me with the challenges that it comes out with. (laughs) Because I actually didn't know this. Uh, Prime Prime Grid is celebrating the the anniversary of the 1884 international agreement to standardize the official zero degree longitude. It's a.k.a. the Prime Meridian. (laughs) So it's a 10-day challenge being run by Prime Grid. And it will be offered on the Cullen Prime Search and the Woodall Prime Search. So if you want to participate in this Prime Grid Challenge, uh make sure you have the checkbox on only the Cullen Prime Search, which is C-U-L-L-L-R, and the Woodall Prime Search, which is W-O-O-L-L-R. And uh happy Prime Meridian Day. <laughs> And finally, uh, SRBase has found a new megaprime. The prime number is 291 multiplied by 268 to the power of 452,750, all of that minus 1. It has 1,099,341 1, 099, digits. It is in the top 5,000 on Chris Coldwell's largest known primes database. Congratulations to the crunches at SRBase. Oh, and uh, sorry, forgot to mention. Uh, member with username IDEA uh, from the team IDEA Digital Imaging. Interesting. Found yeah, a mega prime. I wonder if IDEA Digital Imaging is, a, is an actual company. Like, uh, they, they're contributing their boink power using their resources. Anyone want to search that up in the background? <laughs> it's called IDEA digital imaging. Like, you've got an IDEA. All right, that concludes the news. Um, except for one other piece of news, which is the Boink census 2022 has been released. So, it's been a very, very, very long time since we've done a poll that spans all of the Boink community. The last poll was in 2006, and I'll get it up. It was conducted, I believe, by David Anderson himself, if I'm not mistaken. And it was conducted in 2006, and the results are on the Boink website. I'll post in the chat. We've talked about it before here. And uh, we've talked about the results as well. And what we decided to do was okay. Let's uh, let's do a proper census. Like let's actually do it. One for the modern day, instead of having like a custom-made PHP page and like yeah, sketchy, sketchy stuff. Um, the census is being conducted uh, by the Science Commons Initiative. Uh, I am a member of the Science Commons Initiative. Uh, and I am volunteering with them, they're a not-for-profit, uh, to basically improve the Boink and distributed computing ecosystem along with a number of other things. <clears throat> so the purpose of the Boink census is to gather information about the BOINC community so that we can improve outcomes for not only projects but also the crunches. So... Uh, interesting things about this poll is that we do not collect any personal information. We do not collect any emails. We do not collect, collect any contact information. Um, there is a way that you can sign up to notifications about the census. So you'll receive an email. Um, you can opt in to receive an email when the next census is coming around. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we just collect a whole bunch of information. about like how you've discovered it, how you use it, what, how you perceive it. Um, demographics of the people crunching Boink and some extra couple questions that might help project admins and other areas of the Boink project. So what's different about this poll compared to the previous poll? First of all, this poll is going to be recurring. So it's going to be the first ever actual annual review of uh, the Boink community. And we want it to go on in perpetuity. Uh, and we can make that happen with the support of the Science Commons Initiative. And uh, as I said uh, before uh, in the news with uh, World Community Grid, we do have a lot of questions on here that are kind of real, like how much impact do you think that your point contribution is, ha- is having? So if you're listening to this podcast right now um, and you haven't gone and done the boink census you haven't gone and completed the boink census uh, i highly recommend you go and go and access it currently we've only announced it in the boink network discord server uh, th- i will include a link on this podcast as well so hopefully you should be able to see the link in the description and this is important because we for, for this survey we need to have or i want to have rather the same sample size or better of the poll that was conducted by David Anderson um, in 2006. And uh, in order to beat that, uh, if we take a look at some of the uh, some of the metrics, uh, just the easiest one to get is the uh, gender. So in the poll in 2006, you asked if you were male or female, a bit outdated now. <laughs> um, and basically what they got was 2,000 almost 2,200 females and 35,000 males so what I want to do is I want to get at least 37,000 submissions on this form because according to the previous poll that's how many people were crunching boink back then and I want to get I want to get a pretty decent sample that's close to that, at least. Um, Yeah, currently, so far, we've seen a decent number of submissions come in. It's been pretty cool. Uh, We're yet to actually advertise it on a whole bunch of other platforms, like social media, Twitter, Reddit, uh, and all that. Um, We wanted to just see how it goes with just advertising it to the Discord servers. And then after that's done, uh, we'll go out and advertise to more places. This survey can actually be completed by someone who doesn't know what Boink is, uh, but we recommend that you share it to people who have used Boink before, even if they've just like seen it or like they've just touched it once and then uninstalled it. Um, so, yeah, and there's a lot of uh, other questions too, especially one where uh, we ask, "Have you ever wanted to start a Boink project, or have you started a Boink project?" And then we go into uh, some additional details, which is. Uh, stuff like what's the biggest difficulty in starting a BOINC project or what's been holding you back from starting the BOINC project.
1: So uh, we have a lot of interesting things on this form, on this survey. So,
0: yeah, if uh, you haven't done it already, go and do it. Link should be in the description of this podcast. And also share it with your friends that you know who run Boink. It's, uh, it, uh, I think the, the results of this, this, uh, this survey are going to be really helpful and it's important that we get a really decent sample size. And I'm curious to actually see the gender distribution um, this time around because it's, it's kind of obvious that science is a male-dominated industry, uh, but I want to see if the proportion difference between male and female or in, in the case of the new form other um,
1: will show that there is a decent imbalance now from uh, from male and female. Um, yeah, there's uh, there's a lot
0: of a lot of stuff going on um, uh, on the back end here to get this uh, form and survey set up for you guys. And yeah, I'd real we we want you. To complete the Boink Census 2022 and we'll see you next year for uh, the next Boink Census as well. Uh, we intend to probably close the census maybe January I think so you have about two months to do to do the census and after January we'll collect the results we'll analyze them and then we'll make a really nice report and uh, newsletter thing for the Science Commons Initiative newsletter so if you want to see the results of the Boink. Uh, census, go to the sciencecommons.org and sign up to their newsletter. And you'll receive communications uh, from them for the uh, results of the Boink uh, Census. I think that concludes everything I got to say about the Boink Census. Does anyone have any questions about the Boink Census? I've tried to make this as professional as possible. You would not know how many survey platforms we've gone through to get. This final one, <laughs> um, it's it's been a hell of a ride. We even tried making a Google form, but that wasn't professional. So, um, yeah. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoy filling it out. Uh, we
1: tried to make it as easy as possible to fill out as well. Um, and, yeah, just share it around. All right, so earlier on, Idea Digital has
0: uh, discovered a mega prime. So I have someone here in the chat, Foxy, who has given me a link to a website for idea-digital.com. It's idea-digital.com. There is a picture of a guy drinking a beer looking at a piece of abstract art, which is great. Uh, <laughs> what is this place? idea digital
1: imaging limited limited does that mean it's a public company i know that in australia if you're just limited not proprietary limited um, it means
0: you're a public company which means you're listed on the australian stock exchange i don't know what that means in um other countries But it'd be interesting if this is a very, very large company um, that is publicly listed with their equity publicly listed because these guys apparently found a mega (laughs) prime. Someone should probably tell them. (laughs) They go on the contact us page. We'll we'll send them something. You can easily send us images and PDFs
1: using our dedicated WeTransfer channel. Or you can email us directly. That sounds a bit cryptic. You can simply fill the boxes below and press send.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, I am going to send them a message telling them that they found a (laughs) mega prime. Okay. Uh, we also have another link from the optimal Golem rule project on distributed.net. Oh, yeah. 99.95% complete. All right, guys, crunch yo-yo at home. Let's get this last 0.05% done. I've been crunching yo-yo at home because I want to find that next uh, OGR. That is a lot of nodes. That is a big number. Like, that's more than a trillion, and what's past a
1: trillion? So that's a million, billion, trillion, something, something. Oh, giganodes, there we go. They've tested 115 billion giganodes. So that's 115 billion, billion nodes.
0: Um, and the current rate of distributed.NET is processing 419 billion nodes per second. So that's 419 billion calculations per second for OGR. So uh, yeah, if you want to quickly find the uh, end of OGR, it's time to crunch. It's crunch
1: time. <laughs> we get a nice Christmas present. We'll get a OGR of length 28. OK, I think that concludes the Boink Radio for today. It's been nice having you all in
0: here again. And I hope you enjoyed me drinking the Rick and Morty Clone Serum.
1: I haven't had breakfast, so I can feel it burning through my stomach at the moment, and probably going to my liver.
0: So, wish me luck that I don't get, <laughs> don't have to go to hospital after drinking this. <laughs> all right, see you all later. We should be back next week. J Ringo should be back, um, and I have another beverage here, ready to go. So I'll see you then. Bye, everyone.